everyone. Welcome to this episode of All Things Iceland. It's Jules. And this is a celebratory episode because it is my seventh year of living in Iceland as of June. So technically June 22nd, but I will be away during that time. So I figured I'd get this episode out beforehand. And for those who've been listening over the years, every year in June, I do kind of a wrap up of the year, different kind of fun things have happened and not so much a wrap up of like what I do in January in terms of my favorite episodes and things like that, but a little bit more about my life, which I know there are people who are, you know, just curious about life in Iceland in general. And then as you've gotten to know me, curious about my life personally and things have happened there, which there's been a lot of stuff that's happened over this last year. And I only laugh because it just boggles my mind how different my life looks now. So anyway, to start off, like I mentioned, seven years of living in Iceland, woohoo! And also I started the All Things Iceland podcast. Like I published the first episode in June of 2018. So five years of that, which is amazing. And yeah, it's been a wild ride, really exciting. And I'll just go over a couple of things. I'm not planning to make this episode very long, but just one to first, of course, celebrate milestones of like the podcast and living here. Also, my birthday's in June. So June in general is a big month for me. I'm not sure why I start a lot of things in June, but that's just how it is. <laughs> and I guess I just feel really creative during this time. But there are things, major shifts that have happened in my life, such as no longer being with Gunnar, who is the reason why I moved to Iceland. And even though my physical move didn't happen after until I got a job here, I would have never chosen Iceland as a destination. At least I don't think I would have chosen Iceland as a destination to live if it hadn't been for meeting Gunnar and marrying him and then moving over here. So I first, you know, want to just talk about the fact that that was a very intense and unfortunate circumstance in which it didn't work out for the two of us. And, I, you know, we're both doing our own healing and moving forward. And our divorce actually finalizes in this month, too. So in Iceland, it's really interesting that when you file for divorce, you have to wait six months. So Gunnar and I broke up before we filed, and meaning like we decided to separate before that. And then when we were both really sure, decided to file in December. So with that, and I made a video about this as well to a degree. I didn't talk about these details though. So I'm not so sure if I'll share that on the internet just because it doesn't really matter in terms of talking more about it. But uh, just to give you some insight though regarding divorce here, if there is no domestic violence in terms of the relationship, or infidelity, so no one cheated, then you have to wait six months. And I think the reason is because they think maybe you'll change your mind, <laughs> which is, I'm sure that has happened where people decided to not be together, file for divorce, and then within that six month period, they reconciled and got back together. In our case, that is not what happened. And there were things that were in our relationship that we were bound us together, not just in terms of us being, you know, physically having been together as a couple, but we owned an apartment together. So when we first moved to Iceland, we were renting and then we collectively bought an apartment. So we owned an apartment 50-50 and that was in Mosfjell. Then we ended up moving to Sjöldtörnes after that. 
and we bought an apartment there, completely renovated it. And for anybody interested in like the house tour, I did that on YouTube. And I'm, I'm planning to do the renovation one. It's just a lot more footage to put together. And the reason why that was such a significant thing for me, and also the, the both of us, is because we'd never actually torn apart an apartment before and put it back together. And I love making you know, that kind of stuff, even though it takes a decent amount of time. And emotionally, it can be really hard when you're waiting for something to be done, it gets delayed or whatever. But in that house, there were certain things that I'd chosen, like for the tiles. So I just had a really personal connection to that apartment. And we ended up selling that, which was the kind of the final thing between us in terms of finances to get sorted. So when that sold, then, you know, we both could move on to separately living apart without having anything in between us that would be binding us in this way. And then, yeah, this month, like I mentioned, the last literal last thing is the divorce being finalized, given the date that they've told us six months from when we filed. So, yeah, that has been quite a ride and lots of therapy, healing, meditation, different things on my end in order to just come back to a place of feeling balanced and also in terms of living in Iceland, I think many of you are aware that I love living here. And even though I was not ever planning to get divorced, that isn't something that's deterring me from feeling like Iceland is my home. And I'm very happy about the chance and opportunity that I can live here permanently and that I get, you know, just this great journey to continue in essence. I'm trying to find the words because I'm not doing this based off of any script or anything. In fact, most of my episodes are not really scripted. They're just mostly bullet points. And then I talk about whatever is the topic. And in this one, because it is so personal, it's more of like, wow, yeah, there's different things that come up. But I'm really just grateful to have, first of all, listeners and community and different individuals who have been so great during this time, family, friends, as I transition and I'm a single person, which is fascinating in itself. And people have asked me a little bit about the dating scene in Iceland. And I didn't know anything about it, of course, because I've never dated in this country because I never needed to. And now it's like the idea of that. It's like, oh my gosh, even though I'm not rushing to do that necessarily, but I am. <laughs> I'm just kind of laughing at the idea of it. So anyway, okay, that those things happened as well as during this time period too, during the year. So last year I had some really fun adventures in the summertime, loved it. And I posted some of those things online, but this year, you know, to kind of kick off even more so, I'm going to be traveling a decent amount in the summer, going to like the East and back to the West Fjord, which I absolutely love. And of course the Highlands. And my mom was here for seven weeks from December into January. Originally she was planning to come for three weeks. But when the apartment sold and I needed to pack up everything, she was like, oh, well, I'll just stay and help you do that. Because I ended up living in the apartment by myself for many, many months. And when it ended up that we sold it, my stuff was still there. So I had to, you know, of course, pack up many things and move and find an apartment. And that was honestly a fascinating experience. Apartments for many people in Iceland, specifically in Reykjavik, can be difficult. I was very fortunate that I was able to find a place fairly quickly and one that I love. And I'm very happy with where I'm currently living. 
And I was also just very fortunate. My mom was here and we took, we went on some adventures in the West and also just like hung out in Reykjavik. And I'm officially what they would call a one-on-one rat. <laughs> so it's kind of like when you call like a person a city rat because they live in the city and, you know, like in Manhattan or something where I'm from in New York City. I'm from Brooklyn, but, you know, just that idea that people are living in kind of the more centralized area that's popular. That's in essence where I am now. And that's funny enough where I've always wanted to live coming to Iceland. And now that I have the opportunity to do it, I'm like, yeah, this is so much fun. Also, you know, as many of you have heard on the podcast too, I've had some collaborations with different companies, an ongoing collaboration with Co-Carbon to Iceland, for instance, and other things that in my business have been picking up, which is really amazing. And I'm really fortunate for that, that I get a chance to even do this and interview really cool people, share information with many of you. I've had such great feedback about the podcast and you know people writing reviews or messaging me on Instagram saying how much the podcast has helped them or how much my videos have helped them. And it does warm my heart because there was a, a good time where I was not really posting. And that was because emotionally I was just going through a lot of stuff and the energy was not there as much as I would have wanted it to be. And at the same time that it was needed just to chill, give myself some space and be able to come back with renewed energy and the ability to really focus on all things Iceland the way that it deserves, in my opinion. So I appreciate all of you who've been patient with me. If you've noticed that like things have fallen off in terms of some posting or just my schedule being a little bit, you know, sporadic to say the least. <laughs> Geography of bliss. So that's uh, just a huge opportunity that came along. And that's the show with Rain Wilson that I had done an episode about. And I, I just super fortunate to have the opportunity to be featured on there. And if you haven't checked out Geography of Bliss, all the episodes are great. So Iceland's the first one, but then we also have like different countries after that. And it's it's really cool to see other or learn about other cultures and happiness and also just some of the challenges too, because it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Definitely not in Iceland all the time, but we have a lot of rain. So we do, of course, get rainbows. <laughs> and I am also just excited about continuing on other things. And I'd love to hear this. So I'm going to put actually this out to all of you. If there's any things regarding the podcast that you feel like you'd like me to cover, I'll have my email address in the show notes of this episode. So Jules, J-E-W-E-L-L-S at allthingsiceland.com. Or you can send me a message on Instagram if you feel, you know, you want to do it that way. Facebook Messenger, whichever one works for you. Uh, regarding topics that you want to hear about, because I do have a like a pretty big archive, but I know there's so many more things and there's ideas that I have for like even shorter episodes that maybe talk about, you know, one place at a time. So just like a more lesser known place, like Arctic Hinge, for instance, like that is out in the middle of nowhere. And some people know about it, some people don't. So I just would like to maybe provide a, you know, five minute episode every week or something like this. So those are ideas that I have, but I want to hear what other people think and what are your interests regarding Iceland? Cause there's so many things. And oftentimes I'm just like, Oh, I need to do this, do that. And it'd be nice just to have a little list from what you want to hear so that I can 
be able to balance out what I think is interesting and also what all of you are most interested in as well. Oh, language. There you go. Okay. That, that's what I meant to talk about. Icelandic, of course, my Icelandic learning journey. So right now I am doing a three-month self-study course with Sikke, who's the creator of Icelandic Made Easier. And it's been really amazing. Also pushing me to my limits in an interesting way. So I have to five days a week read in Icelandic for 20 minutes, do five minutes on this memory card thing called Enki, and then also writing in Icelandic for five days a week too, at least 50 words. And that has helped my Icelandic a lot. So I've been meeting different Icelanders, talking in Icelandic at, you know, different times. Most of the time English, to be honest. But it does happen. (laughs) And this consistency, though, has definitely expanded my vocabulary and taught me a lot about myself regarding consistency and how much it can be easy to get off the wagon, especially if something emotional happens. Like when I put out my video about my divorce, that hit me like a ton of bricks. I was not prepared for the feelings that flooded in. And I actually had to take off like a couple of weeks, not from everything altogether, but like I just had to prioritize because my focus was just all over the place. And the emotions were a lot more than I was, (laughs) I had prepared myself for. In fact, I don't know if I had prepared myself at all. And that was maybe the problem. I didn't think it was going to be that bad or that intense. It didn't say bad. It wasn't really bad. It was just really intense feelings. So the things you learn (laughs) as you continue on. And yeah, so I'm going to make a separate podcast episode about that and my experience and how that has helped me with my Icelandic because I'm already at a decently high level. I'm at um, you know, high intermediate and the idea is this time frame for me to go to advanced. Also, I did something that's really cool too regarding pushing my limits or becoming limitless, if you will, with this guy named Andre Iceland. And this, this episode is not sponsored by anybody. I'm just kind of mentioning the different things that I've been doing. And I feel like transformation is just like my 2023 year and just in my in my bones is what I feel. And his limitless program is for a month. It could be a week or a month, but I chose a month just to give myself enough time to digest all the things that are going on. And he does like the Wim Hof method with breathing and getting into cold tubs, but also pushing your limits in other ways. So I really enjoyed that and I finished it right before at the end of May. Yeah. So I just finished it. And I, again, learned a lot about myself. I've taken on the practices in the morning, for instance, like I do Wim Hof breathing in the morning and meditation, which I had been doing before, but also this thing called priming with Tony Robbins. And then I start my day and, you know, do all the work I need to do, blah, blah. blah. And if I go to the gym, which I do at least three times a week, then I will go into the sauna in the cold tub after. And the idea is always end on cold. So I usually, you know, I'm ending on the cold plunge and then a cold shower after. Which if you had told me that a year ago, I would have been like, heck no, get out of here. <laughs> I highly recommend reading Wim Hof's book too. It's fascinating. And the whole idea about using cold in order to make yourself more resilient and just to break barriers in your brain that you didn't think were possible. And of course, the chemicals that come, like dopamine and things like that, that make you feel good and other chemicals that will help you feel more energized. And that's been the, the plan. And that's been working quite well for me. Of course, there are times where I'm like, whew, tired. <laughs> 
or I need to take a break from you know, whatever. But I just listen to my body. And that's one of the biggest things I've learned is just listening to myself this year and really seeing and evaluating what's working for me and maybe where I need to pull back or maybe where I need to communicate more or maybe where I need to you know, interact with people more. And I just appreciate it. I'm very happy that there's been a journey, this inner journey that's happened as I've gone through something that's really life-changing. And in I, my opinion, in the end, it's all working out for the better for all of us. That's how I feel. And that's how I've chosen at least to feel about it because I don't want to dwell on the negative. Plus, it won't add to my life in any way that I think is valuable to just focus on negative things. Now it's time for the random fact of the episode. So I have 205 episodes of the All Things Lesson podcast and over the last five years that equates to 41 episodes a year, which I'm very proud of. And I think last year I said this when I was counting. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I've done a lot more of the episodes each year than I thought. Like my first year, I think I did like 50 or something. And my goal, of course, is always to continue to put out episodes, not necessarily more, but just quantity. And at the same time, I feel like there are more things that I could talk about even in shorter episodes. So like I mentioned, if you do have any feedback about that or interested in those kind of things, definitely let me know. Of course, I'm always interested in who people want to hear from in terms of interviews because there's so many potential interviews out there that I think would be a lot of fun. This is more about scheduling them and, and getting them recorded. And the Icelandic words for this episode are seventh anniversary, which in Icelandic you'd say sure aura avmale. Sure aura avmale. And avmale is usually like birthday or anniversary. So yeah, exciting. <laughs> and as always, thank you so much for listening, whether this is your first episode or You've listened to many, even from the beginning. I greatly appreciate it. Takk at dig er kærlig at fyrir at hlusta og sjáumst fljótlega. Mm-hmm.